Hello and welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 55, recorded October 27th, 2022. Woohoo! Nice. Nice. Awesome. All Woo-hoo. right. Let us get started right away with some news. Terrifier 2 is expanding to 1,500 screens this last weekend before Halloween. Uh, just to remind everybody, this film was, they raised money on uh, a Kickstarter, or I don't remember what the platform was, but they raised money through social networking. $250,000 to make this film. It is now, as of today, gross $6.5 million. That is awesome. That is freaking awesome. Way to go, Art. Cheers. The best thing about, yep, the best thing about Terrifier 2 is it is a fan-driven film. They didn't back it by any studio, and they didn't spend any money on marketing. It was all <laughs> done by word of mouth. Yep. You know, and it's probably a good thing, because if you get a studio involved, then you're, you're probably not going to get what, you know some of the stuff we got. Yep. I'll elaborate on that more a little bit later. Yep. Uh, everything was grassroots and done for the love of the film and the love of the genre. Uh, this is really, if you ask me, it's just a unique moment in horror history. We're living, like I said in the last couple episodes, we're living in the golden age of horror films in the time of streaming services and the internet. It's like the 80s um, all over again. Yeah, but even more so because of the fact in the 80s, could you imagine getting a, tr- a crowd-funded project off the ground? It probably would never happen. Now That's with social true. media That's and true. the ability to gather people who love the genre of horror, get them together, and crowd-fund a project is just phenomenal. Yeah. I remember like when I heard that they were doing the crowdfunding, and I looked it up, and I had just I had missed it. I was like, shit. I wish I would have known they were doing it. I would have I pitched in. Hell yeah. Um, a new horror movie from Australia from the producers of Babadook is coming out called The Mugai. Oh. Um, the Mugai uh, is um, going to be uh, part of this bank side of films uh, out of the UK, which acquired Aboriginal Australian fem- filmmaker John Bell. Hmm. Um, he created the original Babadook and now is creating The Mugai. Uh, it's been picked up by this UK film company and will be out sometime next year. Um, the The story behind this is a young Aboriginal couple brings home their second baby, hmm. which should be a joyous time, takes a sinister turn as the baby's mother starts seeing malevolent spirit she's convinced is trying to take her baby away. Huh. The feature explores postnatal depression, trans-generational uh, trauma, and Australia's Stolen Generation, um, which is Aboriginal um, children that were removed from their families between 1910 and 1970. Interesting hmm. interesting film. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it will be. So, awesome. When you yeah, first said... Make some, some different stuff, too. Yeah. Australian when, horror. When you first said Mugai, I was, for some reason, like, like Batman popped in my head. I'm thinking of like a, you know, non-pretentious superhero that dresses up like a cow you know nice moo guy <laughs> moo guy yeah <laughs> but um the official <laughs> look at evil dead rise is coming october 31st Woo-hoo! there's uh 
There will be a trailer. Woohoo! That's also when um, 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 Terrifier 2 starts streaming. Yeah, but on, what is it, Screenbox or something? And I'm yeah. not signing up for another fucking service. Yeah, I'll know. probably just wait till it comes comes out and, and buy it um, on yeah. Blu-ray yeah. or streaming, whatever. Exactly. Uh, James Wan's new film by Blumhouse produced company Megan has been moved up to earlier in January oh, for sweet. release. Nice. Uh, the Universal Blumhouse Atomic Monster genre film Megan is hitting screens a week earlier than it was originally planned for. Uh, it will now be released January 6th. Uh, as part of this marketing promotion, um, I, I know I told you guys about it, and I think I might have posted it on our Facebook, that uh, Chucky threw some shade at Megan. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> saying, everybody's trying to be me, and then Megan clapped back, saying, you know you that doll when you cause this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so that was very funny. A nice a nice bit of uh, social media marketing. Uh, very, very funny. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, man, it looks creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah that, that doll, fucking like, doll really... looks way creepy. Yeah. And then that fucking dance scene that people like have put together from the Ooh, clips. Yeah. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's funny because it's like a modern style dance, too, right? It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks fucked up because she's got this like almost human body and like the fucking head of this robot Mm -hmm, with a mm -hmm. dead stare. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, last week Konami did a live stream announcing a bunch of great things with Silent Hill, but they've most importantly announced the Silent Hill original director Christoph Gaines is returning to the helm for a new movie, Silent uh, Return to Silent Hill. Sweet. I am stoked. The it's original an, movie is great. Right? It's an animated movie. No, it's live action, oh, it's bro. Live action. Okay. Yep. I just uh, I'm gonna post the Twitter feed up on uh, Facebook tonight, and I'll cool. put the link in our show notes. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a live action, a Return to Silent Hill by the same director as the first one. Now, remember, the first one was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed the, the first second one. one. Second one yeah. went off the rails. I yeah. didn't yeah. watch like the second one. I didn't. Yep. Was not good, huh? Different director, different writer. Yeah, it, it was wasn't as good as the first no, one. No, I agree. And Christoph Gaines, in the interview on that live stream, basically said, hey, I want to take us back to the roots of the game. Everybody loved the game. Everyone cared about the game. Let's take us back to the game. That's the most important part of Silent Hill. Um, As part of that, they're also announced that they're rebooting Silent Hill 2 for all the new modern uh, game consoles. Uh, That's right. We watched that, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we watched a clip or two of it. And then I went back, because I think we missed it, like when I pulled it up it was already halfway over or whatever uh but then i i went back and they separated the clips into different videos and i just clicked on the ones i wanted to see rather than all the other crap Mm. (coughs) (coughs) um this november godzilla against mecha godzilla will be coming to u.s theaters for the first time uh this is part of toho and sci-fi and sci-fi wire bringing this to the u.s Thursday, November 3rd, Phantom Events is bringing Godzilla against Mechagodzilla to 450 theaters across the United States, complete with English subtitles and never-before-seen featurette directed from, direct from Japan. Be fun. Uh, fans will be greeted with an exclusive message from Kenji Ota, Toho's International's Chief Godzilla Officer. 
Hmm. Yeah. So, like, how old is that film? Two years old. Oh, really? Okay. Came out in Japan two years ago. Hmm. Um, Hell House LLC Origins is going to be a new Carmichael Manor prequel, oh, which will be released on 2023 as a Shutter exclusive. Awesome. I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the third one yet of the of the Hell House uh, trilogy. Is there like fucking five of them or something? Oh, is there? I thought there was three. Yeah, I I thought there was a bunch, right? No, there's three. Three is a lot, though. I mean, it is, but I could have sworn people just keep going back to that fucking house. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Hey, there's a bunch of people that died in this place. Let's go shoot a video. Well, that's we're gonna find out. They become two, right? Yeah, true. How it, how it all started. This is the prequel. Yeah, so yeah. this will give us the backstory of Hell House LLC. That's cool. Um, I saw yesterday in the um, uh, Rolling Stone magazine. I was flipping through uh, some articles in there, and I found something very interesting. Corey Taylor purchased the rights to Famous Monsters magazine. Oh, cool! And he will be bringing it back. Wow! Uh, nice. According to the article, the Slipknot frontman bought the rights to beloved famous famous monsters brand with the plans to relaunch the magazine, make toys and produce horror films and host festivals. Sweet. Um, on their website, they did have for a short period of time. If you sign up now, you can pre-order a glow in the dark famous monsters t-shirt and hoodie. Oh, cool. But they were sold out when I went to click ah, the link last night. I was it. so pissed. Damn it. One of my favorite magazines as a kid. I got that one. I got, um, Fangoria? There was a couple. Yeah, Fangoria was one that I had as a kid. My dad gave me that one, Famous Monsters of Hollywood, and there was another one, too. Uh, I can't remember. But I saved a couple. I had them, like, from my childhood, from the oh, 80s, wow. in, like, in, in storage. Uh, I have two of them from the release of Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back awesome. when they were covered in those magazines, which was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, a lot of these metal guys. Uh, it's funny because we had that conversation. We were hanging out... Uh, well, we, we went to that pizza joint, which was metal and, and horror like combined. And then yeah. when we were at uh, Not Scary Farm, there was like a, a lot of people with like metal shirts on. And, you know, you, there's a lot of uh, overlap, overlap between, yeah. between the, uh, the the fan the fan base for horror. Well, and and metal. we talked. Yeah, we talked about how Kirk Hammett has like a massive horror collection. Uh, and and for, through this article in Rolling Stone, which I didn't know this shit. Um, Corey Taylor revealed he also has a giant horror collection of toys and posters and original original uh, screenplays and shit from movies. That's pretty cool. And we all know Rob Zombie's probably you know like yeah. oh um, his dude shtick. Rob Zombie he's given a couple videos. <coughs> Excuse me. If you look on YouTube, you'll see he has a couple videos of the tour of his film collection. He collects thirty five millimeter films. Oh, sweet. of classic horror films. Nice. So a lot of overlap. Yes, very much so. Uh, as, as Wes Craven once said, a marriage made in hell. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, I know we talked about this uh, last year, and it's been a long time in the making, but Hollywood Reporter says that the Spawn movie is still underway. They have found new writers. Uh, the writer who co-wrote Joker and co-wrote uh, the new Captain America 4 movie that's coming out next year uh, is going to be joining the writing team to help beef up the script before filming. We already know that Jamie Foxx is attached to star mm-hmm. as Spawn, but we don't know much more than that. Now, I've I've said in the past, who the fuck knows? Because here's the thing about um, um, Todd, Todd McFarlane. McFarlane. Todd McFarlane is a fantastic artist, but he's a giant fucking asshole. And <laughs> he overcommits on a bunch of shit, 
and he really doesn't know what he's doing. He's bragged for a very long time. Well, I'm going to do Spawn. I'm going to do it right. Now that special effects are where they need to be for this, I'm going to do it perfectly right. I'm going to do it the way the story was. But here's the thing. I love Spawn. One of my favorite comic books of all time. I have the original printing, the first 15 issues of the, of the comic book, mm-hmm. right? First printing. The first three issues, the story fucking sucked because Todd McFarlane doesn't know how to write a fucking story. <laughs> so with him writing the script, I was panicked thinking that it's going to be a shitty movie. Like, he can't write. It wasn't until, like, the fifth or sixth issue that they got new writers and the story got really good. Again, Todd McFarlane, love the guy's artwork. It's because of him that we have Spider-Man spaghetti uh, web. It's because of him that we have... Um, Venom. It's because of him, you know, we have the Spider-Man in the comics drawn with the very large eyes. Great artwork. Shitty writer and a giant asshole of a human being. I thought the uh, the animated uh, series that was on HBO was pretty good. It was okay. It was okay. And and the thing is, it was that was ripped from the comic book. Like, it was a direct translation of, here's the comic book, here's the fucking cartoon. But now he's gonna do something special for a movie. Obviously, you can't... It's very hard to do, you know convert those two medias you know True, from a yeah. comic book to a movie doesn't work well if you try to do a direct translation and you have good versions of it which is you know look at sandman as an example of a fantastic translation mm-hmm. and then you have shitty translations look at thor love and thunder as a translation of you know what thor uh, the mighty thor was in the comic books they totally fucked that story you know beyond uh, recognition uh, but I, I, I'm going to reserve my my anger towards uh, Todd <laughs> McFarlane and hope that this comes out good. Now they got some decent writers on hand to help write this. Yeah. All right. Um, the Crow remake starring Bill Skarsgård has just wrapped filming in Prague. Oh, sweet. Uh, according to the Prague Reporter online, uh, there's been a 10-week shoot. Um, the Crow shot across numerous locations in the old town and the new town neighborhoods of the Czech capital. Uh, one of the major set pieces for The Crow was Prague's uh, uh, Rudolfnum uh, Concert Hall. Mm. Um, so, and and acar- apparently the town involved the participation of hundreds of extras in formal attire during that scene. So, Interesting. So um, I'm excited re- to see... This is a remake? Of the original, I think it's I think it's a retelling in a different. It's yeah, not going to be exactly say the same. like the you know the first crow's like a you know dirty dark city and now this one's like had a great soundtrack. Yeah, had a great soundtrack. I love the first crow movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, and and, yeah. Uh, and Bill Skarsgård didn't die. Right, that's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the first one was great. I loved it. Yep. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what comes of this. Um, hopefully, it's good. I, you know, how I feel about remakes. You know, yep. hit or miss. Sometimes they're good. Yeah. Sometimes they're not. I'm hoping that uh, this works out okay. I always withhold judgment until I watch it, and then I'll decide if it was, yeah. you know, worth it or, or you know, they should have just left it as it was. Yeah, you know, some some films like that will surprise you and just be fantastic, and some films like you know are just garbage. Yeah. yeah. They destroy all your memories of the original. All right. That's it that I have for news. What do you guys got? I just got a couple uh, movies that I watched or since we last got together. Actually, we, we all watched... Uh, well, we, two of us watched all of Dark Glasses together. Uh, one of us oh. fell asleep during it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Yeah, we watched uh, Dario Argento's uh, um, Dark Glasses on Shudder. 
the thing is, I, it doesn't qualify as a horror to me. It may be a thriller and not even a really good one at that, but it yeah. was it was kind of artsy. Like, you know, like that's kind of what he like, that's his thing. You know, like the, the yes. blood was like bright red, although it wasn't as bad as it like, wasn't the, as red as it used to be. It's yeah. more bluish tint to yeah. it now. So, so we, we watched that. Um, it was yeah, it was not really a horror. Um, I yeah. just watched Bodies, 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 which is the A24 one that came out uh, last month. Yeah, I remember it was seeing really the good. commercials for that. Was it's it? Got awesome. a, yeah, it was good. Um, it's it's funny because it's, it, it's you know, late teens, early 20-somethings, and, like, the social commentary that they – it blends nicely. It, it, it's actually part of the horror, and it, 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 it was really good. Nice. I enjoyed it. And then, uh, what platform was that on, Chris? I actually rented it. It's not. Oh. It's not streaming for free yet. We rented okay. it on um, just Amazon Prime for like three ninety nine. Gotcha. Um, and then I, uh, I highly recommend Deadstream on Shutter. Uh, that was that was a great uh, great find. I just watched that um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you said that was really good. Yeah, it's kind of it, it's it's kind of like a found footage one, but uh, it I, I'm not and I'm not typically a fan. But it was it was it was a fun uh, comedy horror, so nice. I, I you know I would say check that one out too. That's uh, that's all I got. All right, I saw. Yeah, t- I was telling you guys uh, I watched. Uh, There's someone inside your house. On the way home. Yeah. On uh, that was off of Netflix. I downloaded it. I've seen um, the trailer of that. I haven't uh, I haven't watched. Pretty it good yet. actually. James Wan was involved in that one. Also, oh, was he nice? Uh, I think he produced. The movie, um, it's sort of like a, a scream type of movie. It's pretty good. It's like a whodunit kind of thing. Is that this? That just came out recently, right? Yep. Or is that last year? Yeah, no, I think it's one of the, the newer releases <laughs> on Netflix. Nice. Uh, that was pretty good. And I saw a trailer for a Pale Blue Eye with Christian Bale. I didn't realize he was doing movies for Netflix, but it's coming out on Netflix. Ooh, and that's a horror? Uh, sort of an HP Lovecraft ish, yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. nice. A pale blue eye, it's called. Tomorrow night, I'm going to see um, Frankenstein at the L.A. Opera. Oh, cool! With a live orchestra, so it'll be. Oh, that'll be awesome! 1931 nice. Frankenstein with a live um, orchestra as the soundtrack. Which that sounds like awesome. fun. Yeah, Frankenstein. Great movie. Is it like an event, or just they're just showing the two nights only? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and what movie it. was it? You and I, I think, saw that at, over at the uh, Banco Ale House over at the Steel Street. Yes, that's right. We watched the original Night of the Living Dead with a yes. four-piece, uh, four-piece string and Orchestra. and a keyboard. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sweet. That was pretty cool. Yep. All right. Uh, now we're gonna do real quick the five horror flicks on a streaming service to watch, and I'm gonna do Shutter. Nice. And here are my five picks. My five picks are. The Night of the Scarecrow. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but that was on HBO oh, when yeah. I was a kid, and I yeah, must have watched yeah, it a trillion times. I don't think I've seen it. Dark, yeah, yeah. Dark Night of the Scarecrow, right? Yeah. No, it's yep, Dark Night of the Scarecrow, and this is where the the they basically they there's a uh, like a special a, needs kid, m- yeah, a special needs guy that they think molested a bunch of children, and they he did, kill he him. Was just really nice. He was a nice yeah. guy, kid, right? And sort yep. of they hang uh, him up in a in a field. Uh, he's got a bag on his head, and they basically crucified him in the middle of a field. Yep. And then things go terribly wrong after oh. that. Yep. And that's an 80s uh, flick? 
Yeah, nineteen eighties. I don't remember what year, but I just remember as a kid, I must have watched it like twenty times on oh, HBO. God, yeah. It's one of those things where, as a kid, when you had HBO, like you watched whatever was the on there. I was poor and couldn't afford HBO. What happened it came actually out free. is my my stepdad's sister worked at the cable company and she got us HBO for free. Mm. So we had it free all the time. So they used and to do I always watch like, tons of crap on there. They used to do those days where they would give it to you for free for like two or three days too, and we just yeah. like record everything and like everything hey, can, you possibly could. We can could, watch yeah. this now, like you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my second movie is The Gate. Another oh. 1980s classic that yes. is streaming on Shutter right now. I don't know how long it's going to be up there. Steven Dorff. Uh, yep. Uh, my third movie is Ginger Snaps. I know we both, we've all talked about that one in our yes, uh, couple of years ago when we did our top five werewolf movies. Ginger yep. Snaps is one of those classic, awesome werewolf movies that's really good. Yeah. Uh, my fourth movie is The Hills Have Eyes, the 1972 uh, Wes Craven film. Sweet. Another fucking amazing film. I can't believe that's on Shutter. That's awesome. And another one that we saw the other night when we were at uh, the Fourth Horseman having our pizza, playing on the TV behind us, Slumber oh, Party right. Massacre. That is on Shutter too. So if you haven't seen it, which I think you didn't, because you're like, "What movie is that?" And I'm like, "That's Slumber Party Massacre, the guy with the drill." Uh, that is on Shutter streaming right now. Yeah, if I did see it, it was so long ago that I don't remember it. But uh, I don't, I don't think I did. It's not a fantastic movie by any measure. But it definitely has a lot of TNA and a lot of death with the drill, which oh, I like. Well, I've definitely got to watch it then. Yeah. All right. Uh, nice. Before we do our review of a film, why don't we talk a little bit, our review of Knott's Scary Farm here in Anaheim, California. Yeah, that was, uh, it, was a, it was a great night. Like, it was, uh, the weather was, um, was awesome. Oh. Like. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was hot. We d- I did it sweat quite hot. a bit. Was, yeah, I was sweating my balls off. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 I made we, a comment. It's sort of, it doesn't feel like it does back Yeah, home, true. Like yeah, because we're used to going to the of, one locally. Yeah. But they did a really nice job making you feel like it was fall. I mean, it, like you walked in the park, it felt like fall, right? It felt like yeah. the leaves were changing color. And once the sun went down, you you know, it, you couldn't really, other than it being warm out, you couldn't really tell tell the difference. Yep. Um. Yeah. We met some 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 people and and uh, hopefully got some new fans while we were there. So, uh, um, there were a bunch of haunted houses. So there was, there was what one, two, three, four, nine. Five, there was nine six, total. Seven, we went eight, to seven. Nine, yeah, because there was three. Yeah. Three of them were new ones, and the last one we did of the night was one of the new ones. And the line was like what, like ninety minutes. Well, yeah, the the bloodline eighteen forty two was ninety minutes. Like we couldn't fucking get in line for that one. We weren't gonna yeah. wait. Yeah, but Grimoire like, was, was like, so, what? So, Chris, we watched a YouTube. Yeah, Sal sent that to yeah, me then. I sent it, I sent it to Chris. <laughs> it, I, like, you can tell why, why it took so long. Fucking long. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had to sit there and wait for your weapon. Yep. Yeah, they give you a gun to, to shoot uh, the enemy. Which is enemy kind of an econ. Right? It's different, right? But it, it didn't is. look like there was a lot of things to shoot. Like It, no. it wasn't that crazy, right? Well, yeah, and with that many people like like in line, like, you, you know, there's, I don't know, yeah. But we, we still waited about like about 70, 70, 75 minutes 75 for the one we went to. Yeah, yeah. But we went through we went through like uh, pumpkin eater was like less than ten minutes. Zero we lines nine. for those first three or four, right? It was like yeah, the, right. um, the, the waxworks waxworks one was I think the first one we went into, and that was that was a cool one. Yep. Yeah. Just and then went, we went, went into through. yeah. Go ahead. 
Yeah, the depth then was the next one. <laughs> that was yeah, but that one was it was confusing because at first <laughs> you're like going into a cave, and then all of a sudden you're underwater, and I'm like, ah, I'm not sure where the you cave went turned so into far water. down. You went so far down into the depths that you went from just plain old cave to being underwater. Yeah, yeah that was that was weird because they were like fish people or something. Like uh, I don't know. That was probably one of my my least favorite of the night. Like it's just, that one in the um, the next one. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even have the name for that one. It was the space one. Remember oh, you went? That wasn't terrible. Uh, I forget actually, what that was called. I, I didn't get the name of that one. Yeah, but didn't we do? Uh, we uh, there was another one too. But did did we do that one before that? The, the, the space one was like dark entities or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was, was it. Dark entities. That was it. I didn't think yeah. it was terrible. Terrible. And then no. we did we did uh, Origins, the Calico, cur- the Curse that of Calico. Terrible. That was horrible. That was terrible. That, I think, was one of their oldest ones. That's the one they, like, redo every year, and that one was not good. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Castle of Chaos I enjoyed. That was the one that was kind of yeah. like, uh, almost like the haunted ride in um, Terrifier. Oh, yeah, That's the, the one where there was the talking, ride. there was that talking skull outside the top of the entrance. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, and, oh, like, you were actually... Mes- mesmer. Oh, Mesmer was probably my favorite. Yeah. Mesmer, yeah. That was my favorite because they that had that like voice whispering to you as you were walking through the entire thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like the whole yeah. time, like you're in a dark area and it's like, yeah, it was like it was trying to hypnotize you the whole time. That was like a circus sideshow type thing. Yeah. And it had like the fat lady and the bearded lady and no, the, the, uh, it was spider the spider lady. Regurgitator. No, it was the regurgitator. Oh, the regurgitator. Yeah, that was I it. took yeah. a picture of that one because that sign was pretty funny looking. The yeah. Regurgitator. What else? Yeah. That, I think yeah, that was probably my favorite one was, was Mesmer. I enjoyed that. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the set was the sets were like really good in that one. And you got in the, the middle, outside. and it was almost like the big top. Like as you walked through, you got to that one yep. big yeah. thing, and there was like the, the bearded the... whatever outside. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. That was probably my, my favorite. My only complaint was, you know, the three the three new ones. There were three that were new that year. Just we got into Grimoire, and we stood in line forever. Yeah. And then it was like over in two minutes, and it wasn't that good. No, and then uh, we were afraid that the other two were just going to be the same because one of them was ninety some minutes, the other one was seventy five minutes, and we were like, you know what, it's getting late. I'm hungry. Let's get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah, and then hungry. we experienced the worst situation of all, which is living here in Long Beach. Everything fucking closes at 10 o'clock. So we get home at like 11 and nothing's open. There's nothing yeah. to eat except Wingstop. Yeah, we had some Wingstop. <laughs> oh, boy. Which was good. Yeah. It was okay. You know, it, was, it wasn't horrible. I was starved, so. I would so have liked I something the, better. I thought the haunt would be definitely worth it. I, I didn't like getting in. Uh, I guess they're open till 1 o'clock in the morning, so I guess... If you're doing the one o'clock, you can just show up a little later and, and yeah, instead of standing thing, on that big ass like crowd of people for like an hour. Right. Well, the thing the thing I didn't like is you know what, here's the thing when we used to do the Dorney Park, which is owned by the same place, yep. right? The Haunt and Dorney Park. You yep. were allowed into the park, and then it, it would turn over to the Haunt. Yeah, but you had to you have stayed, the tickets to come like in. Like you paid for an all day, regardless whether you were staying for the Haunt or not. You still right. paid. For an all-day ticket, and you just, if you wanted right. to stay, you stayed. If you wanted to leave, you leave. Right. Right. So, so then you could go stand in front of the, the ride you wanted to get on. You could get, you know, they, they didn't open until it started, but you could stand there right. in line instead of just right. this yeah. big mass of people, like, right. just hanging out and sweating and then, on each other. And Right. The same thing with Disneyland when you do, now Disneyland isn't scary by any measure, but they have their Halloween event, which is the Oogie Boogie Bash. You're allowed into the park three hours before, you know, with just that event ticket. You can get into the park three hours before the event to go on regular rides yeah. 
and you don't have to get out and get back in line or anything. Here at Not Scary Farm, they literally close the park, get everybody out, and make everyone wait to get in yeah. until seven o'clock. I good. also didn't like that opening show that they did. Like maybe twenty people got to see that. You couldn't <laughs> fucking like... see anything. And and yeah. the worst part of that is they make everyone just fucking stand still for like yeah. another what what we stood still oh, for another forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, another hour for yeah. just for the sun to go down so they could open up the fucking show. Like, come on, yeah. man. Don't yeah. don't do that. Don't. And there wasn't there wasn't enough signs. Like we got That's another one thing. area. We got another one area. I'm like, I don't even know where the hell we are. Yeah, we <laughs> couldn't find half the fucking rides together. And when we were trying to leave, we walked a circle around a section <laughs> of the park before we realized this is not the way to get the fuck out. <laughs> Which is why we, we missed we our food. The, park, the whole park. Which is why we missed our we were... food. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed I enjoyed most of the the uh, attractions no, did, that we went on. Yeah, the walkway, you know, the haunted walkways, and you know, it, it, they did a nice job. Yeah, and we paid half price, so I don't feel yeah. quite as uh, right, right. Quite as... And and the alcohol wasn't oh, yeah. that nice horribly touch. bad. It wasn't horribly bad. Yeah, uh, did that they blood... had Jello shots. I got the blood bag alcohol, which was like something with orange juice and vodka in it. It was pretty strong, and it was only six dollars. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I got a, like a beer and a Jello shot for like nine bucks, which I thought was pretty freaking good for yeah. you know a, tor- a tourist attraction. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good indeed. Yeah, so overall, I'd say if if you're in California, Southern California, you're near Knott's uh, Knott's Berry Farm, checking out Knott's Scary Farm is worth it. Yeah, um, I would just say you know, hit 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 the old rides, you know, the old haunts first. Wait until later in the evening to hit those other haunts. Hopefully those lines will die down a little bit. Um, if you're really in a rush to see the new stuff, don't bother with the grimoire. Don't stand in that line like we did for an hour. Yeah. Um, scrap it all together. That one was sure. not that good. The one that we missed where you can shoot things, that one, I forget what that was called again, but um, that one seemed like it might have been worth a 45-minute wait. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like at at Dorney Park, which is also owned by um, Cedar Fair LLP, um, it's it's a lot more relaxed. The lines aren't quite as long. I think yeah. there might have been one or two rides over the years that when they were brand new, you had to stand outside for forty five minutes or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth worth it if you're into scary stuff. It's pretty good. And it, it, we went on a Wednesday night, and it was still pretty busy, you know? Yeah. I didn't Although think it was going to be that busy. I would say I, I enjoyed the uh, – not that I'm scared by them, but they did have a lot of, like, um, actors, like, throughout Wandering the park. Around. Like, yeah. like Dorney Park, I think, is more centralized to one area. But but here, they're, like – they were kind of, like, every area you went, there was a section that had, like – Yeah, we were know, out in the middle of nowhere where there was really nothing in there. some people looking around. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was cool. Well, I liked that. They had some things called scare zones where those yeah. people were wandering around. Yeah. And the one, that one had like very dense fog. You could not see fucking in front of you. It was That's true. Pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Let's go and move on to our movie review. This oh, top review. Five. Oh, yeah. Top oh, five. Oh, that's right. Top five. Top five. Top five. All right. Top five ghost or. Uh, haunting movies. Top five ghosts or haunting movies. I will start this time around. It's Sal, Chris, Craig. So I will start out. My number five is 13 Ghosts. Oh, um, the original or the remake? 
Nope, the original. The original with uh, my favorite one is the chick that's in the bathtub and she's like slid oh, yeah. and cuts oh, yeah. all the mm-hmm. Um, but that that film, the original Thirteen Ghosts, I think still holds up pretty well. It's not super scary, but I think it, the special effects still look pretty good. The story yeah. is still pretty good. It's a cool concept. Yeah, I I, I liked yeah. it. I, I didn't think the uh, the remake was terrible. I don't think I even watched. I it. Did, I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't no. Like it. No. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I watched it. Um, my number four is The Frighteners. Okay. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Yep. Love that movie. That's a Peter Jackson film and is just awesome. Love it. I think I watch it almost every Halloween. Yeah, what a great story, right? Totally original. Just yeah, unique, for sure. Yep. Movie. Uh, my number three is The Conjuring. Terrified the shit out of me, that fucking haunted house shit. Yeah. <laughs> and God you know damn. what? It's It still does. Like, I I know the movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. And even still, I, I get drawn in and, like, I'm on the edge of my seat and the still gets me. The yeah. concept, that clap, the fucking clap game is uh, the thing that gets me every goddamn time. Uh, especially time. when, especially when the mom goes down in the basement and gets like gets stuck down there, and then and she gets the back match. and she's lighting the matches, and then it, oh man, still gets me, still gets. <laughs> and that's me. the thing, even knowing that that jump scare is gonna happen, yep. it still gets me. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. My number two, and I'm not sure if you guys have watched this film yet, The Black Phone. Yes. Uh, fucking great. I really yep. like that film. I, I really, really Oh, yeah, that's the that Ethan Hawke one, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that just came. Yeah, that was good. Very good. I like that one very much. Uh, that was a good concept, I'm, too. Oh, absolutely. They're very unique. Like, I, I've never seen a film that covered that, uh, that type of storyline in that way. That's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my number one is Poltergeist. Yeah, oh, uh, that gave one. me fucking nightmares forever as a kid. The remake sucks a bag of ass. I haven't the original, seen the remake. The original is ah, Chef's Kiss. Love it. Yeah, it was good. Um, I yeah, the remake like I the trailer for it when I saw it, I'm like I, I don't know it, it it doesn't even make me want to watch it. Like it just looks. It's meh. not good. It's not good. Uh, and I have one honorable mention, uh, and this one I really wanted to put on my list, and I was gonna yank out uh, Thirteen Ghosts and put this one in, but I didn't. Is House that Japanese film? Oh, I was oh, thinking the yeah. uh, I was thinking the not, uh, the, not one the with 80s like, one. Oh, no. It's one it's the like Japanese trippy. film that's fucking trippy is wild. I don't think old. I've seen that one. Yeah. It's, uh, on, it's on uh, HBO Max. Is I it? think it might be right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Also, the, also okay. by the way, if you're not aware, Barbarian is now available on HBO yes, Max. Yes, I just told. I just told my daughter because they were looking to watch something tonight. They wanted to watch a scary movie. I said, hey. Barbarian just came out on HBO Max. It's a great movie. Yep. Yeah, that came out fast. Well, weren't they? They were doing something. They had a agreement with one of the movie studios, right? That they were pumping out. But they were well. Really my understanding at the same is time as theaters, though. I thought right. My understanding is HBO Max was supposed to put that one out at the same time as it released in a theater. But with their yeah. new CEO, they they ditched that plan. So yeah, it was it was a really good movie. I I enjoyed it. It was a Nice twist on a. I haven't watched know. it yet. I'm probably gonna watch it tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. Awesome. All right, Chris, your turn. Okay, actually, my my list is uh, slightly different. Um, my number five is Beetlejuice. I, I just went with uh, you know, nice. I went with a horror comedy. Um, it's a classic. Like you know, it's a it's a ghost movie. 
Um, not not scary at all, but uh, it, it's it's fun, and it's one of those ones that I watch every. It had some dark moments, though, right? I mean, True. Yeah, for 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 a family movie, it uh, it had some dark moments. Like when they um, died, I thought that it was kind of dark. I Michael think. Keaton as Beetlejuice was just uh, just awesome. Fucking amazing great. casting for that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of, yeah, Gina Davis and and uh, Alec Baldwin and just amazing casting, amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my number four is Candyman, the original one, uh, from when was that 91? 90, 91? Anyway, that uh, that movie, the first time I saw it, like you know, was just like blew me away. Dude, still holds up. Still holds up. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I I didn't dislike the the remake. It was okay, but. Yeah, but I, I, I really liked the, the original, uh, you know. The remake tried too hard to put a message into it. Yeah, you know. exactly. And sometimes it works when you put a message in a movie. Sometimes it doesn't. It you know, it's got to blend organically. And if, you, if right. you try to push the message too much, it yep. overshadows the fact that you're trying to make a horror movie. They tried too hard. Tried too hard. They did. Yep, I agree. Uh, my number three is The Haunting of Hill House. Um, great series. It was, it was a great series, uh, and uh, I think yeah. it has one of the best jump scares ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah for the, sure. The car, the car scene, one of the best jump scares ever. Yeah, I, I nearly actually, shit my pants. That reminds <laughs> me, I thought about this on my flight home uh, the other night. We we've never done top five jump scares, so we should add no, that to we our. Add okay. that. I'm gonna add that to my list. I right? looked through the list and like we've never done top five jump scares, which I thought be hard was hard to recall all the jump scares, right? Yeah, well, you like you. But there's can enough for sure. Yeah, there's enough. We yeah, can and yeah. I mean, there's tons of them. You like you could find tons of them. Uh, okay, my number two is The Shining. Okay. Very um, good. The, the the ghosts were secondary to the the I guess the house itself was the 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 dark entity, but the ghosts played a significant part of the movie. And, it, and there's a lot of I, ghosts. Yeah, and my number one is The Conjuring. Which uh, okay. Sal had on his his list. Um, like I said, like even though even though I've seen it a bunch of times, I still get uh, chills watching it. So um, then I have two uh, honorable mentions: the Frighteners, which Sal also um, already mentioned, yeah. and fourteen oh eight, which I think we did haunted oh, house dude. haunted house movies. I think a long time ago, and fourteen oh eight was on my haunted house movie, and I, I I enjoyed the concept of that. That was a hotel though, right, or apartment complex? Right. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. John Cusack going to disprove uh, hauntings. Yeah. Yep. And Another fantastic up. Stephen King film. Yes. So that's my list. Yep. Fantastic. Good. All right. Uh, my number five, I had the uh, Haunting a Hill House. Nice. Nice. Uh, a lot of good ghosts in that one, especially the, the bent and, neck lady. That was like yeah, and ones rip. that they don't even like. Like show, like the the ones hidden, you know, like the ones that you just see, like yeah, and remember, like just run, don't look back. That that one was like a mystery, like the whole series, yeah. right until the end, you figured out what, what yeah. it was. But that was like you didn't even see it, and you were like terrified. That's yep. like, don't yep. look back, yep. don't look back. Yeah, the bowling hat dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, the bowler hat guy. That's fucking yeah, terrifying. Like, there's a lot of creepy, a lot of creepy ghosts there. for sure. Uh, number four, I went with Poltergeist. Nice. Nice. Um, Some sames. Uh, yeah. And that could roll over into Dr. Sleep, too, I guess, right? 
Or there yeah, wasn't Doctor's... really blood. Was there ghosts in Doctor Sleep? I don't remember. Well, at the end, towards the end, when they went back to the house, there was because I was going to add Doctor Sleep too, but I was like, I don't know. They don't play. I mean, it's part well, of the movie. It's part of The Shining, yeah. which is yeah. a haunted uh, hotel. Yeah, so. yeah. Went back at the end, I guess, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. For the last yeah, yeah. half hour was him back at the house. So yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Shining, and number two, I went with uh, Insidious. Ah, nice. Another good one. You know, I there was, was going to put that one on my list, too. Yeah, yeah, there's some original stuff in that one, too, right? Yeah. But my favorite ghosts are the, the family sitting on the on the couch with, like, just, like, straight faces, and then all of a sudden they, like, turn, and they're, like, they're, like, smiling at them. And that, like, yeah. that was, like, the creepiest. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And then you hear the shotgun going off, and. I was Just even contemplating movie. like sinister. Is sinister considered a ghost thing? Yeah, I, I think, think so. it's a, it's a demon. I think, films. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I I thought the same thing, but I was like, I think he's more of a demon. Like it's like Bagalula or whatever his name is. Yes. Right. He's more demon possession, but there's ghost children in it. Yeah, I think, but isn't it wasn't there like I thought some ghosts of kids, right? Some yeah, the kids. ghost children. Yeah. So yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it could, it could. Yep. Uh, and number one, I went with Frighteners. Nice. Awesome. Just I made like, all three lists. Yeah. Just Frighteners a, a is a good movie. film. It's it's not super scary. It's more of a lighthearted semi comedy well, kind of horror. Towards the end, though, right? It does. Yeah. 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 It's lighthearted throughout, and then yeah, it does get quite a bit dark towards the yeah, end. Especially it's, when yeah, it's you fun. Get to the point where who the murderers are and how they're doing. Yeah. You know, killing mm-hmm. people off just fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. good. And uh, honorable mentions, I had the ring. Oh yeah, that was the original like Japanese it. one or the remake? Uh, remake, the one in Seattle. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. I think they did. I, I actually forgot about that one when I was doing my list. Uh, yep, uh, Mama. Which I haven't seen that one. Oh really? No. You got to check it good. out. Mama's good. Mama's good. I think that one's on HBO also. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 creepy, Chris. You'll All right. It. And uh, Six Sense, obviously. That's. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very good, very good list, guys. All right, all right. Let us nail down our movie review. So this month's movie review is Terrifier Two. Oh yeah, Terrifier Two has an eighty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes by critics and an eighty-five percent for audience. Sweet, and it's funny because it was only supposed to be out for. For like that Thursday, One possibly weekend. Friday. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And like we discussed earlier, because it did so well, um, they were like, "Hey, it's that time of year. Let's let's see if we can get more butts and seats and make more money." Well, and the best thing about it, haven't seen a single commercial for it. Not a no. single advertisement. This nope. is all word of mouth. This is all people going, "Dude, you got to see this film. It's fucking gory as shit." What would you put on TV? Like, what, what would you even put? Like, you could just you could do art doing this in the in the dream sequence, or but other than that, like, there's not a whole lot you can really put. No, no, really, you could. Because even the trailer that's for online, which wasn't the red band trailer, it was just the regular trailer. It's pretty gross, you know. There's, yeah, it is. It is a absolutely over the top gore film. That absolutely delighted me. It, it, um, it was made for for genre fans, you know, yes. by genre fans. Yes. Uh, Damien Leone, you know, he... he. I, like I said, after I watched it, I said, I think this is Damien Leone's masterpiece. Like, it is a fucking great film. 
they took art to like a whole new fucking level of creepy, a whole new level of sinister, a whole new level of fucking batshit crazy. Like yeah. the shit he did in this film that they had art do in this film, fucking crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah art is definitely taking his place now amongst the uh, the legends. Like and he, now. He, he, you know, with the six point five million dollars, and who knows what it'll be after this weekend, right? This is—they're playing for a whole nother weekend. Yeah, with that money, Halloween weekend. With that money, he—he uh, he already said Damien Leone already said new film for sure, and perhaps yeah, he's a got fourth a third one. one. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's already got, got a third. Like, what's that guy? Gotta, I said he—he's going to have to find a writers though. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs to find an editor. He needs to find he an needs editor. To find a better editor. Yes. Here, yeah. and, and yeah, the, movie was, the movie was too long. Oh, that was my only complaint. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I like the movie, but yeah. I have some gripes. About and, it. and there was there was definitely some 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 fat in there that could have easily been trimmed. There's like fifteen, like, fifteen to twenty minutes you, could, could have been trimmed. Well, yeah. they did tell you it was the uncut version too. So yes, true. True. Yeah, you, we knew that going into it that it was uncut. So yep. And and, and for the most part, I I loved every every blood splatter, every decapitation, every you know. Absolutely, but like I said, the movie just went some places, and I'm like, what the fuck's going right. yeah. on? There were at least two points in the film where it slowed down enough for me to go, all right, I'm getting a little bit like. But it what just the some of the is... direction too. I'm like, you know, why the fuck is her? Halloween costume glowing shit. It was just, it, like I said, the, the writing was a little eh. Yeah, so if you think about the first one, there was that whole storyline that went nowhere and meant nothing. Was that with the lady with the with the babies? Yeah. Like, she had nothing to do with the movie at all. Yeah, And exactly. she, bas- she basically took up time, and that was movie was only, what, an hour and 20 minutes? So, yeah. so that 10 minutes was just spare time to throw something in that made no sense. This movie, he did the kind of the same thing with, with like that dream, dream sequence, sequence, I'm going to say, yeah, which the cafes. Yeah, I mean, there was some cool shit that happened, but did it need to be in there? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there, and I, there I was great shit gonna, that happened. And I thought they were going to do some more backstory on, you know, art, and they didn't. Um, yeah, they, they, they touched on backstory. They touched they on. Sort of, they sort of led you to. Yeah. Like think that her dad was art. At one point, because your dad was psychotic, you know, he had yeah psychotic problems. Well, uh, that he was connected to art in some way. Now, I didn't feel that yeah, they... Yeah, and then they just sort of stopped, and it just the movie kept going, and like, oh, what, you know what I mean? It just, it, it sort of... Well, and I think that's that. because Damien said he was trying to begin building a mythology around art. So this was like the early ideas of that. He was focusing, really, he was focusing in this movie, and this is what I think, is he was focusing on satisfying those of us that contributed to his funding. Exactly, and he did that. He did that for me. Like, like I went in there wanting art. I wanted to see art do some fucked up shit and enjoy doing it. And And it was fantastic. It was. And then, I had a the, hard time deciding which which scene I enjoyed the most out of the uh, the art like dude. depravity scenes because there were so many good ones. Yeah, so well, I'm gonna stop right here and just say if you haven't seen the film yet, <laughs> this is it. Like you need to go see it. It'll be on Screenbox streaming after the after Halloween, so you can watch it there. But we're gonna talk spoilers from here on out. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen until after you've watched the film. But go see it. But definitely go see it. Go or, see it. Yeah. 
This is a film worth watching, and that's from all of us. This is a film and, worth watching. And what better week to do it than the week of Halloween? You know, right. just just go out this weekend and, and and watch it. So with that said, there are two scenes that I felt could be cut. The okay. conversation with the mom in the kitchen. Yeah. that It, that, it just went on for far too long. Uh-huh, it was full uh-huh. of bullshit that didn't matter anything to the storyline of the film yeah. and it just drug on for too long it, it actually that whole scene was like five or ten minutes and i was and like, I get, like he was he was trying to build character and, and make you care some more about the children i guess it didn't but it didn't do that no, for me it just wasted no. a bunch of time yeah i, I just I thought the mom was a cunt and even with that discussion yes, there it was just yes. like, what a cunt all right <laughs> yeah. move on we don't need to like, know I was anymore. glad when she died. Like I was happy there. She's <laughs> yeah. doing yeah. and and that was probably one of my favorite scenes was 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 the dinner scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's yes. got that big ass hole in her face from the shotgun and he's uh, mashed, potatoes. mashed potatoes into that <laughs> hole. <laughs> oh my yep. god, I was losing it. Oh I was like, god. holy shit. Dude, fucking and the art. way the, the all the humor with art was fucking perfect. Like after he killed that girl in her bedroom and the mom walks in and he's there. Eh, and he's laughing yeah. and he's pointing at her and he's stabbing her with the knife. And he's going. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That was perfect. That was uh, perfect. He's so fucking psycho, man. And when he when he when he took that girl's head and went back downstairs to the trick-or-treaters and he had he's her had head filled, filled with, with candy. candy. <laughs> and he answers the door and he's all like smiling and you know and yeah, he's like, Oh, great costume, you know. And, yeah, and the little it, girl reaches her hand in there, she's like, Ew, it's, it's all, all sticky. Slimy. And then <laughs> and when another kid it, goes to grab more and he smacks his hand, he goes, No, no. Yeah, <laughs> just, just one. <laughs> uh, another scene that I liked was when they were in the uh, the costume store yeah. and that guy was giving him shit and he so he, he goes to pay for his what did he what did he end up buying? The horn or the glasses? It was the, the yeah, horn. It was the horn. The horn. And he's, then he, he goes he, through a sack full of shit and he's, and he's pulling, pulling out his weapons. Saws and, and fucking hammers and <laughs> knives yeah. and screwdrivers and a chain. And then he starts pulling like pennies and nickels on the counter with them. <laughs> That's awesome. That's just like so stupid, but it's so funny. That's but that's the thing about art. Like even in the other film, the the absolute silence is fucking terrifying, right? Yeah. And then beyond that is the fucking humor. Like, he doesn't say a goddamn thing, but he makes facial expressions and fucking gestures that are hilarious, or he does something dumb. Like, th- the other great scene is when he goes into the laundromat. And he oh, yeah. He, he's <laughs> buck naked. Yeah, he's buck naked reading the newspaper, <laughs> and, and there's, like, murders in there, and he's pointing, he's going, oh, he's just laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was fucking great. That scene was amazing. That's where they introduced his sidekick. The little girl, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, was like, what the fuck just, is going on just there? Just in his imagination, though, right? Because right. But the kid, but the kid saw her. Right, because the kid saw her. She plays in. If you look at, all right, so the scene where the the dad in the in the uh, drawing book he had, he had some mm-hmm. newspaper clippings, and there was mm-hmm. one specifically about the little girl that went missing. Yeah, so that, that little girl is is probably that. So I didn't yeah. link it very well in the story, no, which is where I think they're trying to build that backstory. And she's yeah. part of it. And and from the post credit scenes, she's going to be in the next films along with Art Reborn. Well, you knew that. Yeah, you sort of knew that. Yeah. Because yeah. she took them away. Like, like, like they just disappeared then at right. the end of the movie. Like, you're like, although uh, we, missed, we missed the end credits because after two hours. Because you had the, 
the half hour of trailers that come before the movie, and then you add the two hours and 30 minutes of the movie. It was a long Once it was over, game, Craig and I like popped smoke. We were like, all right, let's get out of here. I didn't realize there was the end credit scenes, so no, you didn't I see those. Watch it. Even before you guys said it, I read online that there was a mid-credit and an end-credit scene, so I fucking hung out for the whole thing. It was a long movie, but I was like, you know what? I I showed up like the the credits or uh, the pre- I showed up after the previews. Like I was there. The last preview was wrapping up when I went to sit down. So it was a um, survivor from. Do you know what happened, Chris? In the, in no. Like, so the survivor I know Chris from- Jericho was in one of those scenes because he was supposed to be in the movie, and I was like, where the hell is Chris Jericho? Yeah, yeah, so, so he, right, he was a guard. Yeah, he was a guard in the um, in the nut house, you know, in the in the like uh, loony bin where the girl who had her face mutilated. Oh and yeah, then the they, they touch on how like during that interview afterwards she mutilated the other person in the dressing room. So they yeah. said, all right, now she's fucking crazy. They locked her up, and Chris Jericho was like one of the guards or one of the orderlies in in the nut house, and his wife made like a plate of goodies for halloween night and there was like an eyeball made of jelly and shit and he, he was eating that and this other girl was there but uh that girl was in the nut house and she was drawing she was like digging her in her groin area with blood and writing on oh. the wall her name plus art uh. inside like a heart and she was pregnant uh, and then yeah and then no she, way. Like, she she like was giving birth and she popped out was the head of fucking art the clown <laughs> it was it was fucking wild oh, that was the mid credit scene yeah damn i wish i would have stuck around for that son of bitch son of bitch but there was yeah there was so many good like like scenes in that movie like uh, i yeah i i i enjoyed art he was great he was great um yeah the one thing, though, is <laughs> I read all these articles. There are people throwing up, people passing out, people getting up and walking out of theater. Like, have they not? Didn't they not watch the original? But it, even with the original, there was some. Like, the, the most graphic scene in the original was the chick upside down when they split her yeah, down with the, the hacksaw. That was fucking with crazy. The hacksaw, yeah. Uh, that was but, the worst scene, kill scene I think I've ever seen. But this yeah. one, the kill scenes were so graphic. Oh, like, yeah, like, you're right off the bat, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. the camera never fucking turned away. Like, when he was slaughtering no. fucking people, it didn't turn away. That girl in that bedroom that he tortured, oh. every fucking... And then he was, like, picking through, her, picking through her stuff, and then he went and got, like, acid and salt to throw in her wounds, which I thought was... Dude, it was very crazy. fucked up, and they didn't turn away <laughs> once the camera was on the whole time. He was cutting yeah. into her leg and cutting body parts off, and... Yeah. It was it was pretty fucking wild. Um and then even near the end like there were so many gory parts, but the most troubling thing for me is I'm in the theater and behind me is a dad and two little fucking kids. Oh, Holy geez. crap. And I swear really? I swear one of them had to be like 6 years old and the other one might have been 12. Oh my. But it sounded like the 12-year-old told dad to come, you know, she wanted to see the movie. So her dad brought her and the six-year-old, and all I could hear was the little six-year-old going, Daddy, can I open my eyes now? And he's like, no, 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 keep your, fi- keep your <laughs> eyes covered. Keep your eyes covered. And then he's going to the 12-year-old, why the hell did you want to see this film? This is crazy. Can we leave? And the 12-year-old girl's going, no, Daddy, I want to finish watching this. 
And the dad's like, this this is not, we we shouldn't even really be here. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> no shit, dude. Get your fucking kids out of the theater. Like, who shows a 12-year-old art to clown doing this fucking uh, crazy shit? Oh, uh, man. It's funny because my older brother sent me a text uh, on Sunday. He said, hey, my, uh, my sister-in-law wants to take her son, who's, I think, 11 or 12, to see the, the, that new Terrifier movie. He's like, no. did you see it yet? I said, I said, yeah, we saw it. He's like, is it is it gory? I was like, dude, you probably should tell her not to take him to see it. I said, yeah. unless he's into that kind of stuff, it's going to over the top. Man. Yeah. I said, it's not only gory, but art <laughs> takes pleasure. He takes pleasure in, in the suffering. Like, he, he laughs and plays with the guts and stuff. Like, yeah. it's... it's- and all I could think about is, like, when I was a little kid, no, I wasn't even a little kid. I was, like, six, 15 or 14 years old, and I remember staying at my grandmother's house, and my aunt was babysitting me, you know, watching me or whatever, and I spent the night there, and I rented, like, I, I went out to the video store, and I got uh, Black Roses, Return of the Living Dead, you know, maybe some other horror movies, and I sat up all night watching those. And my nephew, or my cousin, her, her son was, like, you know, eight years old, maybe, and mm-hmm. maybe seven, may, no, not probably not even seven. He might have been six. And the scene in Return of the Living Dead where they jam a screwdriver into that corpse's head and they like pick it up and and the corpse oh, is like yeah. talking. Like he he managed to come into the living room while that scene was happening. Oh man! And I'm like, oh shit! And I turned the TV off. But the next day, he took a plastic screwdriver and was trying to jam it into my fucking temple. And and my Holy and my shit. my aunt is like, what the fuck is he doing? And I go, there was a scene in the movie I was watching last night. He walked into the room while that scene was going on, and now he's trying to like emulate it on my fucking head. <laughs> All I can think about is little kids seeing this shit and going, hey, can I like uh, cut your fucking leg off and rub acid and salt into it? What would happen? Cut your head off and serve candy out of it? Yeah, like for who the fuck takes their kids to see this film? I was freaked out by the dude behind me. The whole I was distracted a good portion of the film because I hear two little kids going, "Daddy, can I uncover my eyes now?" I'm like, "No, dude, take her out of the fucking room." That's crazy. Yeah, nuts. The shit in California is nuts. And the theater, I don't know about you guys, the theater was fucking full. There might have been yep. 10 seats empty at the most. Our theater was pretty full, but it, they gave us like the smallest theater that there was there, right? And like, uh, yeah. But it was it was because it was the first night, and it was all dudes with like you know like us, like they had their horror shirts on, and the one guy actually had the the Daisy sunglasses on that nice. they wore in the movie. Yeah, nice. I was like, holy crap, that guy's got those sunglasses. It was nice. pretty sweet, but it was it was full. I, it was fuller than I expected. And I will say this too. The quality of acting in this one was better than the last one. I thought yeah, the final sure. girl, the final girl was great. Was like, really I, I good. She, she was cute. She was a great actress. She really made me buy into you know her her emotions throughout the movie. Her yeah. friend was an asshole though. I didn't like her friend at all. Dude, I was so happy that when she a, got killed. <laughs> that girl was such an asshole. When she got killed in the bathroom at the funhouse, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one of those happy deaths. <laughs> yeah. And the fucking boyfriend, dude. Holy shit. He was taking a piss, and he just... <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot oh, about that. Oh, yeah, my God. Damn. And then he was, like, yeah. jabbing him in the dick. He was, he was stabbing him <laughs> while he was laying on the ground screaming. Art don't give a fuck. No, man. that was a fucked up scene, dude. Yeah. I when that happened, that I was one. like, oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. no, every, no, Every dude was like, oh, crap, no, no. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Because there were so many kills, like good kill scenes. That that one I forgot. Oh, there were so many. I forgot a bunch of them. I'm sure. 
the other thing I didn't understand was there towards the end when she fell into that like trap that had the water in it and crap. I'm like, like where did that come? Like what what, what did that have to do with that? It was cool that the the, the haunted ride was called the Terrifier, yeah. and it did really remind me a lot of that one we went through on uh, at Not Scary Farm, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. But I was like, where the hell did this like water tank come from? And well, yeah, like, because she like he pushed her in a dirt pit. And then all of a sudden she's it's like, yeah, part and, of that and, dream sequence that she had at yeah, the beginning yeah, but, with Yeah, this, and but, and he kidnapped the brother to get her there, but why? Like 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 what for? Like I art typically just indiscriminately kills people, but he took a shining to her, I guess, you know, like well, and, for one and reason. That's or the thing, other. is like he didn't Damien Leon did when he wrote the script, he didn't complete I think no. the the backstory he was trying to do because they showed the father drew this costume of the angel with the sword and there was yeah. a drawing of Art the Clown and then all the newspaper clippings and I thought for some reason they were going to connect her as like the 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 anti art like the the, the opposite of art that was, was going art. to be. that's that's where I thought they were going I kind of thought that for a few bit, for a bit too but I was like, saying that kids, he's dead did kids? He, yeah did he get resurrected as art or and 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 that's where I was like I don't understand like yeah, what he was weird. he was trying to put something together there that never really connected in the story. Right, um, and then the, the abandoned. There was a couple dead ends. There was a couple dead ends. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with all the lights were on and everything, and yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was, it was cool. I enjoyed that that part. Well, and that was the other thing too. It's an abandoned theme park, but yet there were like fresh whole pumpkins there in the in the little Halloween setup thing. I, but again, like, uh, not to nitpick, you know, it was a $250,000 movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> and my thought, too, is, like, some of, some of the, the, the classics that, that we love, like Halloween and, and Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th 2, and you're not really going to those movies to watch them for, for, for plot and, uh, you know, like, like, there's a lot of shitty horror movies that were made that were good because there was good gore and there was, you know... And and they and likely had bigger budgets than this film and still didn't complete a story kind of like this con- one. Yeah, considering the budget, it was it was a it was a pretty quality film. Definitely th- a, a huge step up from the original. And that's why I believe now, with the money he's made from this film, when he goes to make Terrifier three, we may get a Hollywood, you know, you know, you know, C grade horror movie. It may be yeah. something much better than what we've seen. It may take. Art the Clown to a whole new level of terrifying. That would be nice. And I think I think the movie was like like ninety five percent practical effects, wasn't it? Yes, and like that I, was pretty I think awesome I, I recognize like one or two like like non practical effects, but for yeah. the most part, it was and they were good. I don't know yep. who he's got doing his practical effects, but I I thought that was really good work. Again, I'm excited because I think about the fact that okay. Think about the next level of practical effects with the next movie. Yeah. Think about the next level of actors that they'll be able to get in the next movie. Think Just about. Just don't go to a studio. Don't go to a studio though. Do yeah. it yourself. It, well, but, but, you, it, know. you know what? If anything, if anything, Blumhouse, A twenty four. You know, maybe yeah, one there you of go. those because they'll let him do his independent thing and just be the distribution channel. That'll be great. That would yeah, be great. There you go. That's a good idea. I'm not sure what deal he made with Screenbox, but perhaps he'll once it's done with Screenbox, it'll be available, uh, you know, elsewhere. But I know that you can already like pre-order like like the uh, the Blu-ray like with the little like metal like container and stuff uh, like I might, that. I might do that because I really yeah, enjoyed this film. I, I, I think you can pre-order those. I think nice. I saw that on uh, Bloody Disgusting. Who's so, you know pushing pushing this because they're 
partial owners of Screenbox, I think, right? Or or sold. I think they're owners? like I don't know. They may be. I, I think they may be owned by Screenbox or something like that. Like Screenbox. Yeah, they're associated be, with it because yeah. they they've been pushing this, and I and they they mentioned the uh, the, the Blu-rays being. Uh, but I was looking at what's pre-order. playing on Screenbox, and it's it's not no, quite Shutter. Yeah. It's not no, quite Shutter. So. Well, Shutter took a while too, though. So. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it. I'm not going to buy it now, but we'll keep an eye on it, see what what accumulates over there, and maybe that'll be something to swap out with Shutter. Shutter, you know, Shutter's hit or miss. Like sometimes they got some great stuff on yeah, there, sometimes the they don't. Rotation's not fast enough. I don't. Think. Right, right. Same shit. I'm like, keep looking for new stuff, and nothing's coming. Well, and they kept promising yeah. great stuff for Halloween, and I will say. That 101 scenes that terrify us or whatever. The yeah, I'll watch scenes. that when we're done here tonight. Fucking fantastic. The last 10 in, in this last episode I watched today, fucking great. Fucking watch great. Watch that later. Yeah. All right, so all in all, we're going to say I'm going to give this a three-and-a-half star review. Uh, or wait, yeah, we, I we, found... we, we do a five-star? Four-and-a-half stars out of five. Okay, me. I was bouncing around between three-and-a-half and four, and I think I'm going to go four. Um, gonna... I go Sorry, go ahead. No, nope. I, 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 w- I got what I wanted. I wanted more of art doing crazy shit and enjoying it. And I got that plenty of gore. The length of it. The length of it was a bit much for me. And they, they missed a bit with the, the, the story connections, but yeah. I, I went to see it to watch art do his thing and he did his thing. So I'm going to go give it a four. I'm going to go three and a half only because like I said, the writing, just the story was, eh, but art was fantastic. Um, so All I, right, I, so I, I want to push him to, to, to be a little bit better with, with a better story and some direction in his movies. But like I said, art's, art's an icon at this point. I'm going to say if, if they didn't give Art some of the back end on this film, like he didn't get a point or two from, from playing in this film, yeah. that's a yeah. terrible waste, man, because that guy is great. The actor that yeah. plays Art is great. It's so kind of um, like uh, Robert England with Freddy. Yeah. Like, like, like this guy is, 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 is Art. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's like three and a half for me. All right, so we'll give it a nice round four from the American Nightmare podcast. Nice. Four stars. So this is one that, like we said, go see it. If you haven't gone to see it, then go see it on uh, Screenbox. And if you don't want to see it on Screenbox, try and find some other way to see it because it's definitely worth seeing. You're going to love, if you love slashers, you're going to love this film. It's very good. Indeed. All right. Awesome. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to the American Nightmare podcast. As always, I'd like to say thank you to all of our listeners, because without you, we're doing this for nobody but ourselves. And we like to have listeners, even though we are kind of doing it just for the fun of doing it, we'd like to have (laughs) people listen and and give us some feedback. So with that, email us with feedback at feedback at the-american-nightmare.com. You can visit our website and click the feedback link. Or you can visit us on Facebook. Look up the American Nightmare Podcast on Facebook and check us out. Please send us an email, feedback in some way or another. Give us some ideas for movies we should review. Give us some ideas for top five lists we should create. And if you have any interesting tidbits or news that we haven't talked about that you think we should be mentioning, give us it in that feedback. Uh, Again, I'd like to give the credit to the opening music, Thor's Hammer by Ethan Messi cell. I don't know how to pronounce this fucking guy's name. I need to figure it out. Uh, and also Riverside.fm. Uh, we are an affiliate of Riverside.fm. I have the link posted on our Facebook and on our website. Uh, we use the Riverside app for our podcast recording. 
uh, because it beats the crappy online other services. This one records audio locally, uploads to their server, where I can then download it and edit it at your local computer quality, which makes things a hell of a lot better than ever. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we will be back next month. Woo-hoo. All right. Happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. <laughs>